Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Yo, welcome to the bar. Come on and pull up a seat. And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet This where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it And this is for the truth lovers Biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations Yeah, welcome to the modern the Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. Welcome everybody to The Bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building. Right back in here, another Tuesday. Super excited always. Be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds. Wherever you listen to The Bar, we're just grateful that you're taking time to listen. And man, I am so excited to uh, bring today's guest. We've been um, trying to set this up for a little while. Um, And in the month of October, I decided to make it the month of uh, people that inspire me. You guys know, I'll tell you about how I listened to RefNet and and Grace to You and and, uh, all of those those great uh, programs. Um, But this uh, gentleman that I have on today, uh, probably, I honestly could say probably the first book on reformed theology that I read was by this gentleman and I'm so excited to bring to the microphone none other than Pastor Tony Carter. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, Dwayne. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate <laughs> it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I've I've really been looking forward to this conversation, having you on the yeah. show, um, exposing you to my listeners, man. And what I like to do in the beginning is give you the floor to introduce yourself. To those that may not know who you are, tell them a little bit about yourself, share whatever you like, personal, professional. You got the floor to do that right here. All right, man. Well, um, thanks for having me on the bar, man. And uh, thanks for getting in touch and uh, giving opportunity to to meet and greet you and the listeners, man, on your on your podcast. Uh, You know, there's not much, not much to this brother, man. I'm just, uh, (laughs) you know, Serving as pastor of East Point Church, been doing that for ten years now. As the church has um, been planted, and by God's grace, uh, has been able to grow um, both spiritually and numerically. We're praising God for that. Uh, um, my husband, uh, my wife, Adrian, and we have five uh, children. Uh, the youngest is seventeen, and the oldest is twenty-three. Um, we've been married. Um, 25 years by God's grace and um, by his by his goodness man is just as good as it was in year one so we praise God for that man and uh, but that's basically essential to this brother right here man just a sinner saved by grace <laughs> amen hey, man. Hey, man. Yeah. no that's that's legit that's legit yeah you got five I got four man so you get you one up All on right. me and my 
my baby is uh one and my oldest is 18 so i got a pretty broad (laughs) yes sir yeah yeah we you know there's the quivers man it's all about the the arrows man good deal so so i want to start out man what you say i was saying man that um you know i've never i've never talked to anybody who said um i had too many children i have spoken to people who said they wish they had had more oh yeah uh, yeah you know you know uh, we thank the lord for the blessings of children brother that is for sure that's right amen to that and see my father uh has seven brothers and seven sisters so uh yeah. they had a yeah. real big household. <laughs> yeah. 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 With it. Got a real big household. And my mom was a was an only child, so that's weird, but uh it worked. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna jump right in, sir. And um my, my first question, um I'm I I have a lot of local pastors that listen and uh I like to anytime I get a pastor on, kind of get a little insight. Uh, to help those guys, encourage those guys. Um, you're in the Atlanta area, and, and we know it's right. pretty well known for uh, a lot of prosperity, uh, gospel, and, and things of that nature. Talk about some of your experience in planning in Atlanta and some of the things that you kind of came across and some of the, I guess, uh, the transition, some of the people. I'm sure everybody that walked in didn't know exactly what you were talking about. So uh, talk about yep. planning there and kind of the process. Yeah, man. I mean, every every context has its uh, unique circumstances and therefore its unique challenges. Um, one of the unique, unique things about Atlanta is that uh, Atlanta is a heavily church city. Mm. Um, you know, being in the South, which is, you know, and being in the Bible Belt, it's a heavily church area. But Atlanta itself is just a really heavily church city. Um, you know, it's home to uh, some of the um, largest churches um, in the country and most well-known. Uh, and so from that standpoint, um, you're, you're planting in a place where uh, people are very familiar with church, um, whether or not they, they understand the gospel or not. They do have um, expectations and certain experiences with the church. And so when you are witnessing to them or inviting them to come and to explore the vision of um, like our church, East Point Church, um, you have to be prepared to discuss some of the things that they're not expecting. Um, And then also um, anticipate that um, there are some things that they expect to see in the church. And if they don't see them, then they're going to have questions on uh, why Certain things are there, certain things are not there. Um, mm-hmm. But um, and 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 two, uh, you also know that if you're seeking to plant a, a biblically faithful church, that some of what you're going to be engaging with are those who are in or coming out of, you know, aberrant churches like uh, like you said, word faith churches. Um, mm-hmm. And so a lot of the evangelism and discussions are around that as well. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, I I definitely know that firsthand. Um, you know, been to Atlanta several times and actually uh, I came out of the charismatic word of faith world and um mm-hmm. 
and went, you know, visited a couple of churches down there during that time period. Um, so right. I, I know the influence and, and I know how that can affect uh, people in that area. So I, w- I want to rewind, man. I want to take you back to uh, and, and this is weird that I'm doing this, but I want to take you back to Ligonier. Uh, and, uh, did you, did you, did you go to, uh, did you study, uh, theology there? Did you go to seminary there or what, what did you do, uh, there in your, with your interaction with, uh, Dr. Sproul? Yeah. Well, um, let me just say, man, that, um, I have the utmost respect for, um, the late Dr. R.C. Sproul and, um, you know, very instrumental, uh, in my life, um, both, um, Theologically and um, personally, uh, mm. and so as he as he has been for for a lot of people. Um, but um, um, when I decided to go to seminary, which was back in uh, 96, 1996, um, I decided to go to Reform Theological Seminary. Mm-hmm. There was a couple of reasons for that. One was the weather. Uh, I, wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to live in Orlando which was probably the number one consideration. Uh, (laughs) It's the truth. Uh, The number two consideration was R.C. Sproul was teaching at uh, Reformed Theological Seminary. Mm -hmm. And I have been exposed to his teaching through videos and uh, and tape and uh, and some books. Uh, But the, the interesting thing is that when I finally get down to Orlando and begin my studies, he is no longer teaching there. Wow. Uh, and so, um, but Ligonier Ministries is, you know, a few minutes up the road. And so by God's grace, um, I was able to eventually, um, by the end of the first semester, get a job at Ligonier. And for the next five years of my life, I worked at Ligonier while I also attended uh, Reformed Theological Seminary. And that gave me opportunity to get to know Dr. Sproul um, to have conversations with him, have access to all of his teachings, far more I would, I would than I would have if we had been in, if I had been in class with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so um, I praise God for that. I often tell people that I got just as much a seminary education uh, at Ligonier mm. as I did at Reformed Theological Seminary. And, wow. Um, yeah, and R.C. Investor became personal friends and supporters of of me and my wife and the ministry that God uh, called us to. And when we left to move back to Atlanta to eventually plant East Point Church, uh, he was, you know, he was behind us and supported us 100%. Wow. That's awesome. That is yeah. so awesome. So, man, it's it's funny how it works out like that. You know, you go yeah. expecting yeah. to yeah. in this class and you ended up working yeah. there and getting way more time and exposure than you would yeah. in class. Wow. That's, that's a... That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, I've I've interviewed several Ligonier staff. I uh, love Ligonier. Like I said, just R.C. Sproul, just Dr. Sproul has been just a, a, a influence in so many people's lives, definitely here at the bar. And actually, that's how I found you uh, at first. Um, and, and, and you know, found you and then saw the book uh, uh, and the, uh, the being black and reformed and and read that, and I was like, "Oh, there, there is a thing." Because honestly, when I when I found Sound Doctrine, uh, I felt like I was on a deserted island. You know, <laughs> Ooh, right, right. 
<laughs> so so let's talk about that man um you know the book in itself uh and i'm definitely going to put show notes to that um because actually i read that one and a few other of yours but let's talk about that one kind of the mindset there uh and then um just what you see in reform theology and black community uh going forward yeah well um i wrote that book um just out of desire to encourage um people who were in your situation mm-hmm. um you know because working at Ligonier um at that time which was in the um late 90s um there just there wasn't a lot of uh black men and women uh, around the ministry that you were in contact with and then when you did meet them um you know they all gave the same sentiment you know it just felt like they were out there by themselves mm-hmm. they didn't know anybody it looked like them and so what I what I thought would be good would just be encouraging to write something that would um, let them know that one, um, they were not alone, that there is some history within the African-American Christian experience with Reformed theology. But even more than that, that Reformed theology, contrary to what some people might um, believe I've been taught, is not antithetical to the Mm -hmm. African-American Christian uh, experience. And so trying to bring those two things together, Reformed theology, uh, which I believe is biblical theology, and um, my own history as an African-American, the result was the the book on being black and reformed. I had no idea um, that it would, um, you know, have any type of impact um, that it did. I was just basically trying to write something that, um, you know, I could give to brothers and sisters and let them know that, um, you know, you're not crazy. Because <laughs> 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 that um, actually what you are, what you believe is what has been historically taught uh, mm-hmm, in the church, mm-hmm. uh, the broader church, and uh, in um, early expressions of African-American Christianity in particular. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That, and that, that is the point that, that, that came across. Um, you know, I've been blessed to, uh, kind of, I guess you could say grow up in the social media age. So right. the death, the desert Island got real full real fast. Once I got on right, social media. Right, <laughs> right. And those were the days so, before social media. Exactly. Exactly. So we were not, we were not yeah. easily connecting with one another. Um, mm-hmm. As people do, as people do now, that was way before podcasts, yeah, book, and Twitter, and, you know, texting and all that. that man, wait for that, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. And see, I thought I, I thought I felt better. I know it was even worse during that time when you don't have that connection. Um, um, you know, as far as that goes, um, so. I want to, um, you know, I, I kind of tailed a, a second question. Are you seeing a increase in African-Americans interested in Reformed theology or biblical theology? And and let me put this note in here. Every time uh, Steve Lawson see one of my uh, my bar podcast T-shirt, he always say it should be uh, biblical is reformed or being reformed is biblical. Like, OK, Steve, I, I understand. I respect you. 
but that, it just sounds better. You know, it's a better acronym. <laughs> right, it is. Sorry, it's a better acronym. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so, so yeah. Do, do you see? Do you see an increase in in the Af- on that side? Um, I ask a lot of pastors this. Uh, is, is this something yeah. that you may notice, uh, not just on a local side, but even you know, as you may travel some? Yeah, uh, yeah, I do, man. I have seen a um, a steady uh, growth and burgeoning of um, you know what some would regard as a you know. Um, a black and reformed community mm-hmm. um, that has, you know, blossomed, man, in the uh, past um, 20 years. Um, and it has been, you know, it's been really exciting to see um, as more and more uh, voices um, and minds are getting out there articulating these things. You see more and more churches, um, you know, professing. Uh, whether they are churches that have been uh, reformed or churches that have um, been renewed or churches that have been planted. Um, you, mm. you see it. And so I'm, you know, I'm excited about it. And, uh, but then again, you know, I tend to be an optimistic person anyway. And so, uh-huh. uh, you know, I always, you know, try to see um, the evidences of God's grace of what he is doing, not only individually, but in the church. And so I'm mm-hmm. always encouraged. And, um, you know, I'm encouraged by what I see and what I hear, man. Um, that doesn't awesome. mean that there aren't some um, not-so-good things out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and even within, you know, there are some disturbing things, even within the quote-unquote black and reform um, community. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. by and large, but by and large, man, and God has God has really been doing a a wonderful thing, man. And I'm I've been really encouraged by it from from um, from writing, preaching, to music and the arts, and uh, mm-hmm. you know what you guys do with with podcasts and things like that, man. I mean, it's it's fantastic if you ask me, man. I'm 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 encouraged. Awesome, awesome. That that is that is good to hear. Um, and and it's funny. <laughs> I, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make this last funny reference before we take our quick break. But uh, you know, uh, a lot of people think the bar stands for black and reformed. <laughs> so I get uh, that a lot. You know, it's biblical. Ah, okay, okay, biblical. <laughs> okay, I get it. Yeah, it, it works. Black works. I am yeah. black, but you know. Yeah. 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 That's cool. <laughs> yes, sir. So so right quick, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. What's up everybody? I'm John. And I am Joe. And we are the hosts of the Pastor Discussions Podcast. And we like to call it your weekly conversation on doctrine, faith, and the Christian life. Because that's exactly what it is. And because you're listening to this commercial, you have already found some bar podcasts, and we are part of the Bar Podcast Network. And new episodes of our shows drop every Monday, so we invite you to check them out. We're just a couple of rural pastors that sit down and have discussions about different topics and work through things together. And we want you to come join us in the discussion. You can find out more by visiting pastordiscussions.com or subscribe on Stitcher or iTunes. 
<laughs> it's good. Um, I can I can edit this. <laughs> I can edit this. All right, we're back in here with uh, Pastor Carter. Great, great conversation. Really enjoyed uh, having you on, sir, and definitely a, a big, big honor to have you on. And um, what I like to do on the second half of the show is I do what I call my bar signature questions. These are three questions I ask all of my guests that are, you know, a little different. Um, just kind of give people an insight of the person questions that they probably wouldn't normally hear, you know, uh, on most podcasts or even uh, at uh, Q&A sessions at Ligonier. You wouldn't hear these questions. So <laughs> here are the three questions. Uh, first bar signature question is, what kind of music do you listen to? Oh, man, I am, uh, man, I listen to a variety of music. It's really what I'm in the, in the mood for. Um, mm-hmm. I can listen to anything, man, from um, classical to, um, to Motown um, mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, Christian hip-hop to... Mm-hmm. You know, Kurt Franklin and Walter Hawkins. I yeah, <laughs> I get everything. Okay, on my okay. Yeah, I get everything on my phone. That, that's legit. That's legit. A lot. I, I get a lot of those kind of answers. Second signature yeah. bar question is: What book or books are you currently reading? Well, that's an interesting uh, question. Uh, I recently did a study on uh, well. We're preaching through the life of Moses, okay? and so I'm all I'm, I'm reading books on Moses and um, commentaries on Exodus and Numbers. Uh, but apart from from that, um, I'm reading a couple of books on um, Satan and uh, demonology. And so um, one I just completed uh, called Two Thousand uh, Demons. Uh, no match for our savior, and then another one. Uh, it's called The Invisible War by um, Chip Ingram. Um, those are two books that um, re- I've really, really found interesting lately. Hmm, that is very interesting. And I look, I'm yeah. gonna have to pause for my signature questions to, to ask a follow up <laughs> on that one. <laughs> So, 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 okay. okay. You know, I, I told you, I came out of word of faith, charismatic where everything okay. is a demon. You, you, you speak right. to it, you call it out, you cast it out, you bound it, it get loose, come out next Sunday. You got to bound it again. All of that good stuff. What exactly are you, re- what, what is this read? And what, like, I've never any, heard anybody talk about, you know, at to, to no major extent, uh, demons or devil since i've been uh in the i guess uh biblical theology camp what 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 can you tell me or help me or talk give me give me something i need something (laughs) (laughs) well you know um over the last uh couple of months um um i just sensed the lord was dealing with me just in uh, becoming more and more aware of the nature of spiritual warfare um, as it is um, something that the church as a whole and each of us as individuals uh, ought to be um, acutely aware of that we are in the battle 
And mm. oftentimes, I think uh, most of the conversation in that battle is in terms of our battle against sin and, um, and then our cultural wars that we have battles with the world. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is typically where Reformed people tend to stick, you know, the battle with sin, um, there's much out there on it, and then there's the battle with the world, and we are keen on cultural wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't remind me. But we, <laughs> but we know from, right, exactly. You know what I'm saying. But uh, we know from the scriptures that um, that we have a a real enemy, and mm-hmm. uh, he, he's been the enemy um, since the beginning of God's creation. And uh, he's the enemy articulated in Genesis. He's the enemy articulated in Revelation and, and throughout all the scriptures. And that enemy is the devil himself and, and Satan. And there is a need to understand uh, not only his devices, as Paul reminds us, but, um, and his schemes, um, but also to understand how we are to effectively be um, engaged in the battle. Um, mm-hmm. with the demonic world. Um, and so it is a real world. It is a real battle. And um, the more equipped that I think uh, that we are, the more faithful we will be in, mm. um, in overcoming um, of these things. Um, and so speaking about the supernatural in that sense, um, you know, like you said, it's not something that you readily hear. Um, mm outside of, you know, like a classroom or theoretical discussion if you're going through a systematic class. Um, But, you know, just been convicted in the last couple of months, preached a sermon on it for Hmm. the church a few weeks ago, and um, just was reminded, man, that, um, you know, we have a real enemy. And um, Hmm. he is out to undermine our faith, to steal our testimony. And if we are not um, careful, you know, he will cause division and, uh, you know, out to wreck our homes and our, our Got gotcha. you. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. I, I appreciate that. Uh, and and uh, yeah. definitely give me something to think about. Um, and what I may ask is if you get a chance, give me the, the um, send me the titles and, and author. Cause when you get into, you know, talking about demons and devils, you get into a lot of people that don't write you know, right. I guess real good writing or biblical writing right. on that. So I would love yep. to get that. And, um, okay. and, and yeah, if you could, you can yeah. miss, uh, I forgot, forgot the lady that's been helping us. Yeah. And you know, it's, uh, over the past, you know, few weeks or so, as I've been talking about this in various contexts with our church and shared a message and things like that, I've been encouraged to maybe um, write a little something on it myself. So um, I'm praying oh, about that. Yes, sir. And, um, you know, we'll see. Uh, no, okay. no guarantee, but we'll see. All right. Well, well, check this. Let's. I can guarantee you this. If you write something on it, I want to bring you back on to talk about it. How about that? <laughs> I'm serious. I know that's right, Dwayne. All right. Bet. That's a bet. All right. Okay, good deal. Y'all heard it. All right, let me get back on course. <laughs> My last signature bar question uh, is what podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Uh, well, to be honest with you, I listen to RefNet every morning. Oh, man. Um, and, so, 
and so whatever they have uh, planned on there, um, I will listen to um, D. Martin Lloyd-Jones, you know, um, quite frequently, particularly on any given Sunday morning. Uh, You're probably hearing me listen to D. Martin Lloyd-Jones. I'm listening to anywhere I can hear Sinclair Ferguson preach. Mm. Uh, You know, I'm listening. I'm listening there. Um, those are the, I mean, those are the main places yeah. where I listen to podcasts. Um, probably, yeah, I probably listen to, listen to RefNet more than than anything in that in that area. And so, mm-hmm. uh, whatever they'll have planned, I'll be listening to that. I probably listen to at least one scroll message a day, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's hey, that, that's that's awesome. I love RefNet. I love it. I love it. It was my my life goal is to one day the bar be one of the shows on RefNet. So, <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome, that's man. a long that's a long way, but you know I got a good relationship with those guys, man. I, I love uh, Nathan and and all those guys. So look, who knows what'll happen? And uh, and and Chris Chris Larson, real good, real good relationship with those guys. So um. Pastor Carter, man, I really, really, really appreciate you taking time out and uh, and coming on the show. Uh, definitely been a blessing to me um, personally. I'll, I don't even care if none of the listeners listen or like it. I've been blessed to <laughs> to to have this conversation, <laughs> conversation I've always wanted to have. Um, so uh, I want to give you the floor again. In closing, anything you want to tell my listeners, whether it's a word of encouragement or, like I told you, announcements, this is the month of October. Uh, it's actually the month of August, but recording ahead. So just keep that in mind, and uh, and we'll be out of here. Yeah, man. Well, uh, thanks again for having me on, uh, Dwayne. I appreciate the encouragement that you have offered to me, and um, thank the Lord for the ministry he's giving you. Pray that this continues to to grow, man, pray that he would, um, you know, bless the labors of your hands, man, and give you favor. And, uh, and say that to your listeners, too, man, that uh, we would uh, be steadfast and unmovable and abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that our work is not in vain uh, when we're laboring uh, for our our Lord. So be encouraged, brother, and thanks again. God bless. Amen. Thank you, sir. Thank you. To the listeners, make sure you guys keep in contact, keep in check, hit all the links, check out everything we got going on here at the bar. Uh, Tuesday, you know, it's your boy coming through every Tuesday. Wednesday, we got Just Thinking. Thursday, we got Bars, Biblical and Reformed Spitters. And uh, make sure you guys check out all of the shows on the Bar Podcast Network. Make sure you visit our store thebargear.com get you a fresh hat fresh tea uh get you a coffee mug some socks let everybody know what your favorite podcast is and until next time y'all god bless we out
What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there